Please listen carefully. Hello and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Kate Orson. And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Kate. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Here, things, everything's good. Nothing super exciting going on right now? Oh, just 2020. I would say, uh, somebody saying, no, nothing super exciting is probably good right now. I think we're all done with excitement for the year. Unless it's, unless it's something very, very positive. Right, right. Oh, man, here we are. A few weeks ago, we discussed land surveys. And in that conversation, we referenced legal descriptions. Uh, yes, legal descriptions. But what we did not do, Laura is delve into too much information on legal descriptions. So we're gonna rectify that, and today we're going to discuss them in a lot more detail. Hooray! Yeah, legal descriptions. A legal description of real property is ultimately a way to accurately determine where that property is located. You might be thinking, uh, yes, an address, but you would be wrong. (laughs) An address was never meant to be a permanent descriptor of a property. Ultimately, we know the address could be wrong or could change over time. Streets do get renamed, guys. The legal description describes the location of the property by identifying permanent reference points to locate that specific property. This means that it does not change over time and is generally more reliable than a street address. Though we all know through our own anecdotes, it is never 100% foolproof. If you look at the Virginia Realtors contract, paragraph one states, quote, purchaser agrees to buy and seller agrees to sell the land and all improvements thereon located in the county or city of blank, Virginia, and described as legal description. There is a paragraph sized blank space for the legal description, followed by, quote, and more commonly known as blank. In that blank is where you put the property's address. So then the question we're all left with still is what do you put as the legal description i I, I mean it it makes sense that we haven't answered the question until this far into the episode and we have to keep (laughs) asking each other right and some of it's going to depend on what type of legal description you're working with so as we just mentioned the legal description describes the location of the property as a real estate agent you will typically find the legal description on the deed for the property legal descriptions are also used in land surveys It's really important to note, and I'm stressing this as much as I can with my voice, you, as a real estate agent, are not responsible, nor should you try to be responsible, for drafting the legal description on your own. That is outside of what you should be doing. Right. So your responsibility is to work with your client to locate the legal description for the property that they are selling or confer with the listing agent to get the legal description for the property your client is putting an offer on. This may include having your client hire a land surveyor if the legal description is unclear or if it is a newly partitioned property. There are three main types of legal descriptions that you will encounter on a deed or land survey, and they are first, a lot and a block, second, meets and bounds, 
And third, rectangular survey system. A lot in block legal description is kind of self-evident. This method of a legal description describes a property using references to an individual lot and the block in which the lot is located, if applicable. So a reference to a platted subdivision or a phase of a subdivision, a reference to find the cited plat map, and a description of the map's place of official recording. This method is more frequently used in cities and is a little more quote unquote modern in terms of legal descriptions. What all the, the hip kids are using these days. Um, a meets and bounds description uses physical features of the local geography along with direction, angles, and distances to determine the boundaries of a particular parcel of land. This is a very traditional system that's been in place for many centuries. Oftentimes it's a method used by land surveyors when evaluating a plot of land. So it's the OG of? The OG of land surveying. All meets and bounds descriptions require a point of beginning and then go a certain number of feet in a particular direction or a specific degree to create the boundaries of the parcel. The description ends at the original point of beginning to close the boundaries of the parcel. Makes sense, right? And then finally, you have the rectangular survey system, or also known as the U.S. government survey system. This was adopted by the United States back in 1795. I almost said 1975, which would have been very oddly <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it's based on kind of these longitudes and latitudes, or what they're called as meridians and parallels, so lines going up and down or across. Um, and it divides areas into specific meridians and parallels as reference points and then kind of keeps dividing up the land into smaller sections until there's an identifiable parcel. I don't think that this is one of the more common things you're going to see in Virginia specifically, but in general, that is a common method used in the United okay. States. Ultimately, it is important to have an understanding of what a legal description is to make sure that the contracts you work on reference a legal description. But as a real estate agent, you are not responsible for drafting the legal description. So Kate emphasized it before and I'm emphasizing it again. You as the agent are not responsible for drafting that legal description. You want to get it from somebody else whose job it is to write those so that if they get it wrong, they're liable, not you. If your clients have substantive questions about a property's legal description, it is best to direct them to a land surveyor or real estate attorney to ensure they got an accurate and complete answer. Let's take it to the legal hotline, Laura. Let's go. I put in an offer for my client and it was accepted by the seller, but after the seller signed, I realized that I put in the incorrect legal description. Do we still have a contract? Well, my favorite answer of it depends. Best practice would be to amend the contract to avoid any future disputes regarding the status of the contract. Under general contract law, you need the parties to come to a meeting of the minds and record that intent in writing to meet the statute of frauds. An incorrect legal description creates ambiguity, that it depends, in the contract, and depending on the exact error, may indicate that there was not a meeting of the minds. If the parties do not amend the contract, you should advise your client to seek legal advice and you may need to contact your E&O insurance if the incorrect legal description was your error. Okay, Kate, how do I draft the legal description of the property? For the third time. Once again, guys, I know, in case you didn't hear it the first two times, you 
as the real estate agent should not be drafting the legal description. It is not your responsibility to make the legal description for the property. That again is something that should be done by qualified professionals. The best place to copy a legal description is from the deed or a survey of the property. If you are making an offer on the property, reach out to the listing agent about this if they have not made it available to you. Yeah. Laura, can I just put in that property address for the legal description? No, just no, <laughs> no. The legal description is based on fixed points that do not move. The property address was never meant to be a legal descriptor of the property. And although generally unlikely, street names can and do change, and it is not a permanent identifier. You can add the street name to the contract after the legal description in the blank that says, quote, and more commonly known as, end quote, in the Virginia Realtors Residential Contract for Purchase. Kate, why don't we talk about some ways to limit your risk? When completing contracts, make sure you are using the legal description in the appropriate field to identify the property. Do not draft legal descriptions on your own, please. We've said it four times, we really, really mean it. Rely on qualified professionals such as land surveyors or look on the property's deed. Talk to your clients about the importance of title insurance and how it can help protect them if there is a legal dispute about the legal description of the property. And if there is a dispute based on the legal description of the property, make sure you are referring your clients to appropriate resources such as land surveyors and attorneys. Be careful about exceeding your knowledge and expertise. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, but we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Thanks. Bye. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing unlike legal descriptions. The information provided in this program should not be used as the substitute for advice from competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors Copyright 2020. This podcast features the song, Places and Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.